What's good, everybody? It's your man, Big Dom, host of the True Players Podcast. Hitting you with the upfront, blatantly honest, in your face, no punches held, opinions on sports, current events, relationships, and many other topics along the way. Check out this next episode of my podcast. Then I won't stop till both these squirrels get their nuts Hey, huh, you know it's good when we freak in King size squeaking after I ease in If you was with me, baby, 24-7 Best believe that every single day would be a sweet day huh, Curry sweeter than a cheesecake If you want beef, prophecy would be a beefcake I make love to you till you fall asleep Leave you with sweet dreams between the sheets What was the night before that night? I was born on that day, but not last night Once upon a time, I had my cash right What's good, everybody? It's your man, Big Dom, coming live and at you another True Players podcast episode, episode two, season six of the podcast, uh, along with my brother, Joey G. I know you guys haven't seen us in a while. A lot of things have has transpired over the past three weeks for me personally, as well as for Joey G personally. So we're back at it again tonight, albeit we're not 100% back into it, as you as you can <laughs> see. You know, as there's still more problems arises and but we have to come give you guys a a, a great show um before i allow joe to introduce himself you know i'm on a rampage tonight ladies and gentlemen the title of the episode is don't call the comeback but i'm gonna i'm gonna start trashing elvis the uber driver delivery guy who did not deliver my food and possibly delivered my food to a different address mind you mind you ladies and gentlemen the light the the night light at my house is right over the number so I don't understand why you could not see the numbers to my house and you dropped off at someone else's house. I'm now, I'm on a podcast, hungry, pissed off. You know what, Joe, just introduce yourself to people. Man. I don't want to <laughs> what up, this is your man, Joey G. I'm your co- co-host for the True Players podcast. Uh, you see me before as a host on the Beer Combo and family, soon to be Ego Tripping with Joey G, where we talk about uh everything that matters to you most um it's a show that talks about everything from sports to uh, relationships with a sprinkle of motivational quotes and financial literacy getting you ready for your journey of self-help and coaching you through inspiring inspiring you to reach your true potential that's what we're going with that um i know it's been a long time since we've been on the the true players podcast uh presenting in front of yeah we have some life issues that are going on but it makes for great material for the show if we didn't go through life life um life experiences we couldn't bring it to you and give you our opinions on it and we couldn't give you the perspective on how we got through it so we here we're gonna get through another one we're gonna give you a great show and that's what i got for you 
right, bro. Thanks for the int- introduction. You know, I don't know how I make it through this show because I'm fucking hungry. Part of my language, ladies and gentlemen, I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> you know, that's this. This is this is the issue when you um, deal with delivery services. Things happen. We understand things happen, but not finding someone's home when you got a GPS. We have a nightlight over the over the numbers, and you can't deliver the food on time. Talking about you're here, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of disconcerting. I'm hungry, so I'm gonna be a little bit cranky on this episode. So I'm coming for everybody tonight. I'm coming for everybody tonight. You may, I, if you hear me say your name on the podcast, I'm coming for you too. But on the strength, on the strength, since we on on the, on the on the perp on the purpose of frustrations and things like that. I want to say something to the people, um, whether you're with somebody or not with somebody or you're dealing with a friend or what have you, always be mindful of your words to people. Um, it's never good to say something out of emotion. It's never good to say anything out of frustration. You know what I'm saying? True. Maybe it is, you know, maybe it's best not to say anything or try to vent in a way that you're purposely trying to make sure they hear you. You know, that's one of my faults I did, you know. So I'm not going to get into that too much, but, you know, I kind of I messed up, you know. Um, we don't know what's going to happen, you know, in regards to that. But lesson, lesson learned. I kind of reverted back to my younger days of of, of um, downright griminess and in the sense of my intent was to hurt somebody's feelings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and I didn't mean to do that at all. I was just frustrated at a situation that happened. And I didn't act accordingly to somebody, you know, who I care about, who I'm supposed to love, right? You're supposed to love somebody. You're supposed to be mindful of their feelings and be mindful of that, of that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, just be mindful that not as, you, you know, some people are not, you know, as strong as you are. You could take words and be like, whatever. And then let it roll off. And some people are not that, not that strong. It's not that not that they're weak person in, in general. It's just that certain words, so sensitivity levels are very, are very. You got to really read the sensitivity levels of the person that you're dealing with, whether it's a significant other, whether it's a friend, or what have you. you got to keep that. Keep keep your emotions in check. Just don't say nothing. Keep it, if you want to say something real mean, just keep it to yourself until you're able to calm down, bring it down a whole like bring down 12 notches and then have the conversation properly. All right. So that's, that's my take on that situation. Joey G, what can you add to that? I mean, you're, you're absolutely correct. I mean, take, take, I've said this before on different podcasts. You got to take a time out for yourself. Sometimes in that moment, we're going to, we're going to react instead of thinking about what was said, mm-hmm. what's transpiring, what could happen in the long run in that moment we can say anything because it's the heat of the moment Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's best to step out of the situation not say a thing give it a second to die down and come at the conversation when you have a level head Mm -hmm. when you're able to think straight and you're able to piece things together and you're able to see the other person's point of view and be compassionate on both both ends be able to explain yourself 
in a manner where it's not emotional, but more logical. Mm-hmm. And it takes two people to come to the table and compromise over a situation. It doesn't take one person doing all the work for that to happen. It takes two people in the situation. Uh, we get... I know uh, me being the person that I am, I know that I, I over... I overthink things sometimes or I'm overcritical of myself sometimes. So that frustration comes out in a conversation. If you're already telling me my faults or whatever the case may be, I'm already down in myself for the situation. Damn, you fucked up. And I'm down in myself. And then you throw on top of it. Now I got double that. Somebody has to get it. Mm-hmm. And if you keep poking me with the same things I'm already saying to myself, you're going to be the one that I'm yelling at. Or you're going to be the one to, to take the brunt of what I've been feeling. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I said, this it was a, it's a, it was a lesson learned for me. Uh, like I said, I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope, you know, everything works, 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 work through. And we just continue yeah. on with what we, what we do, what we're doing. Um, but if it doesn't, you know, I have to look myself in the mirror and say, my bad, that's my fault. But the thing about me is I'm not afraid to do that. I'm not afraid to do that. Look myself in the mirror and say, that's my fault. However, frustrations could drive you to say a lot of things. And yeah. if the other person doesn't see your frustration that you that you have in, and you lash out at them, you, the per, me being being a person lashing out can't be one hundred percent at fault for it. Um, the other person has bear the other person has bear blame as well, as far as oh, certain just situations. Take, just take accountability for your Absolutely. actions in said conversation, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Don't put it off like it's the other person's uh, problem that you're the issue, and this is why. I, and you get all that that vibrato. It, mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be that way. You should both be able to come to the table and say, "Yeah, this was my fault. My bad for that." Um, how can we move forward from the situation? Mm-hmm. And let's get to the solution rather than dealing with what already happened. We know mm-hmm. what happened. We were both there. Mm-hmm. There was a car accident. <laughs> a person cut another person off. They wound up having a fender bender. They're on the side of the road. Somebody's hurt. Well, that person got into a car accident and he hit, got into a fender bender and now they're on the side of the road. We need paramedics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we know that. <laughs> We've seen the whole accident. Yeah, somebody call 911. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what we need. We need to resolve. We need to move forward or work on something where we can... Uh, come up with a plan so this these type of things don't happen in the future or if they do happen in the future we know how to tackle them mm-hmm. we know that we're on the same page when it comes down to this okay i understand this happened um this is how we're going to handle it mm-hmm. and also and also when you're when you're um being um when you're in your angriest state and you want to say something to somebody, don't not drink liquor. 
Liquor is the ultimate truth serum that comes out. And like I said, some of the things that I said, I didn't mean to say it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I didn't mean to say it. You know, it's just the frustration of when you're when you when you when you're with somebody, you feel like you're you're you're, you're a spare part. You know. You know what I'm saying? That that's that kind of like just. It, for me, it angers me because I believe I'm I'm the, I'm the shogun. I'm the, I'm the I'm the I'm the head of the table. You know what I'm saying? For me to feel maybe made feel that way. Maybe maybe that for them is not what they're doing, but mm-hmm. the way I'm reading it, that's what is happening. Um, right. And um, that's all I'm going to say. About, that's all I'm going to say about it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I just want to work <laughs> through the issue, and then move on. However, we move on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I prefer to move on one way. You know, they may want to move on another way, you know, or they want to think about okay. it some more. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But um, I'm hoping to move on the way I already expressed to her how I want to move on. Now it's the balls in her court. You know what I'm saying? So um, I hope, I hope, I hope she's receptive to what you, what you've told her. Seems to be a good person. Seems to be a very smart, uh, smart individual. Um, down to earth, um, easy to talk to. Uh, challenging when it comes to certain conversations. Um, <laughs> I actually look forward to those those uh, debates. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually looking forward to seeing y'all again, so we can have some more because. it's needed um (laughs) and plus it makes for good conversation for the podcast so i'm with that smoke let's get it um that's right that's right but if there wasn't any obstacles if there wasn't any struggles Mm -hmm. where will we have a foundation when it comes down the road when we have lesser things to worry about true these little things that we see as something so complicated and it's that you're going through right now, these mm-hmm. arguments, these disagreements and stuff like that. Once through them, if you're able to get through this situation, down the road is going to be a little bit easier to get through. Mm-hmm. But if you can't have a compromise here and these type of settings where you're in disagreement and blind to the other person's point of view down the road is going to be harder Mm -hmm. when people say they're in it for the long haul that's what they mean the bumps on the road the detours the the uh uh everything that comes along construction on the uh, on the road the the Mm -hmm. obstacles all of that That's what it's about. That's how we build relationships. Even with right. friends. Even as friends, we've gone through ups and downs, obstacles here and there. Life happens. Mm-hmm. We may have ca- gotten at each other for whatever reason, but mm-hmm. had we not gone through those situations, we wouldn't be in the foundation that we are now. Right. We're in understanding of one another. 
because we've gone through so many things, we know how each other reacts to certain things. We actually have an understanding of how each other thinks. Mm -hmm. What better? What better relationship would you have if you hadn't gone through those situations? There's nothing perfect, per se. Nothing perfect. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to go through something. The struggle is real. Struggle mm-hmm. you have to go through. The storm you have to walk through. Mm-hmm. You don't stay inside this through a storm all the time because, oh, the storm will just pass over. What happens if it goes through the house? What happens if it breaks the house? Mm-hmm. What foundation do you have to set on? Can you rebuild after those type of storms? Mm-hmm. That's my take on it. Right. Yeah. Your situation is, is is similar to mine, but I'm married. It's the 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 same type of disagreement in a marriage has to be handled a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Walking away in a marriage is totally different because now there's paperwork involved and all this other stuff to consider mm-hmm. in the situation if you really want to go that route. Mm-hmm. But as I'm talking to you and I'm explaining to our our, our audience and our guests and our family, mm-hmm. you have to go through these things. I believe you do. Mm-hmm. What kind of foundation would you have? Okay. Argument's sake. Let's walk away from the situation and move on to the next one. Let's carry everything that we just had to the next relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everything that we just went through, we're going to carry mm-hmm. it to the next relationship. Probably get into another argument, something similar. Mm-hmm. How are you going to get through that situation? After walking away from the other one, mm-hmm. you know this for me. For me, it's not. It's not a reason. I'm not going to bring out the, the faults of her or what she has done. Yeah, it's, it's not a. No, it's, it's not it's about not a. a fa- I think the best, the best way to to handle the situation. Is talk about. What I, me, what I could have done better in this situation. Let them work on them. I should have kept my mouth shut <laughs> and just kept my mouth shut. But you know, you know, bro, you know me for over 40 years. You know, I don't keep my mouth no, shut. I like, to, I, like to, I, I like to address shit. And, it, yeah. and you know me so well. If, if you don't hear me address the little shit, I'm just not, I'm just not into you like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I'm looking, I'm already gonna have, I'm already got the replacement ready to jump and rock and roll and stuff like that. Right. But if I'm into you, I'm not looking to replace you. I'm looking to build with you, and that's the point I'm trying to um, expand on and, and try to put forth. Because if I, if I, if the the things, what's the story? When the woman says the woman stops talking, you gotta worry. When Big Dom, when Big Dom Duthel stops talking, you better, you better ring the alarm mm-hmm. and keep your head on the swivel. Because I get, I, I can get extremely disrespectful. Right. I get it. I get extremely disrespectful. And that's because 
the thing, the reason why I do things, which I have to admit, I got, I got to do a full confession. I, when people hurt me, I want to hurt them three times more than they hurt me. Right. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. That's why I was because, talking about we have to take a second. We have to take that second. <laughs> the, the main objective, the, the, it's, it's a poor way of doing things. I mean, there's a poor, it poor, it's a poor way of doing things. But I want to make sure you understand that you don't do it again. That's the reason I go three times harsher. So make sure you don't do it again. I'm not in the business of here, repeat offenders, repeat this, repeat in that. I'm not into that. And that's, you right. know, I understand that's a wrong wrong way of, wrong mindset to have in a situation. But mm-hmm. this, we are all human. When we are not perfect, we have frustrations. Yeah. And some communicate them frustrations better than others. And we have some good days where we're able to express them perfectly and grammatically with punctuations and everything like that. And other <laughs> other days we sound like the fucking water boy. <laughs> we just want to get it done. <laughs> you don't know what it is, too. As you know, as I said, bro, I'm going to do a second bit of marriage part three episode. I think it's very needed to, to, um, to do that. Um, reason being is I think that when you get stuck at a certain stage, I, I, and I spoke about it on, um, on another podcast, and I spoke about it on the segment of marriage, the stages, this, the um, get-to-know stage, talking stage, boyfriend-girlfriend stage, fiancé stage, and then the husband and wife stage. And, when, and what did I say? You don't become husband and wife until you hit that bump in the road. Right. And see how you respond. And I think, yeah. especially especially in our community, the black community, that we hit that bump in the road, we're looking for somebody else to ease the problem, and that's not the answer. Nah. That's not the it's answer. Not, it's a it's a short term. You know what it is. Short-term I'm gonna fix. I'm gonna. It's a short term fix, but at the same time, I'm gonna explain it to you like nobody's ever explained it to you. It's a fucking drug. You're looking for the high that you had in the relationship when it first started. You want that fix from the first time you were in the relationship. So you go to the next person thinking you're going to get the same high. You may get that same high from that person, but it's not going to be the same. Mm -hmm. There might be (laughs) a side effect. Mm -hmm. There might be a consequence. Mm -hmm. It's not it's not cut and dry. The grass is not always greener on the other side. Yeah. The easy thing is, oh, I'll just go to the next person. Mm-hmm. Really? So you're gonna vet them out on their their family history all over again. Make sure that you know they're them in and out, right? And um introduce them to your family again, introduce them to your children if you have children. And hope that they're safe around you and them, mm-hmm. right? We're going to go through that that whole situation. And in that hoping, you're going to hope that they treat you good, that when you get into an argument, they're able to speak to you with words and not their hands. Um. You know what I'm saying? There's there's that, a whole bunch of things to think about, bro. That part. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's certain. I'm gonna tell you right now. 
I'm a very patient person when it comes to relationships. I do get frustrated, and sometimes my mouth is reckless. Mm-hmm. But my hands do not come at you as my partner. They do not come at you like that. I don't think to do that. And if I do think to that, I know to walk away from you. And Mm -hmm. if you get me to that point where I have to put hands on you, I know I have to leave you. Period. I'm the same way. Period. Same way. Because if I know if I can put my hands on you, then I I can do it even further than that. Mm -hmm. If I can put my hands on you, I know I could go further than that. So we're going to stop before we even get there. Mm-hmm. That's it. Some some other men won't do that. They'll they'll beat you up. They do all types of sneak shit on you. They cheat on you. Bring you a disease home, and do all that on that on that stuff. You know, they'll what I'm do the so, same thing they do to a fucking guy in a fight. They'll turn their head away, nod their head, and come back with some fucking haymaker from hell. Mm-hmm. And you be looking like the Undertaker falling down, not getting up falling down <laughs> crying and crying about oh this guy did this to me oh so and so didn't do that to me but i'm, I'm gonna put i'll put it like this man like i i spoke one, one thing about me bro when i'm in a relationship i don't like to, i don't talk to the opposite sex opposite sex about my relationship at all right because there's no loyalty amongst women there's no loyalty amongst men when you do that uh when you speak to the opposite sex they're gonna say yes if someone t- calls you out of the opposite sex about what you're doing wrong, then that's the person mm-hmm. you need to talk to. But if that person is yeah. constantly saying, yes, you're right, yes, you're right, yes, you're right, or, you know, do that, you better stop talking to that person about your relationship because that could be the person that damaged your relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, another, thing, another thing, too. Why do why do I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the I'm gonna, like I said, I'm hungry. I'm, I'm I'm coming for people now. Why do women like to go to other guys and find to find out what the other what what the what to find out through another guy what you're thinking? They're with you. Shouldn't they ask you directly what that is? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Because, because they, they think that they mm-hmm. they think that we all fall in that same basket. Oh, and we fall under the same umbrella as men. No, we don't. There's different type of men out here. There's, There's different type of men out here. There's those raised by fathers, those who weren't, those raised by mothers, just mothers, those raised by both parents, those that were raised by brothers on the street, those who were raised by brothers in the home. We can go on and on. Mm -hmm. There's variations of different guys out there. You know, you know, bro, I've I've said this on other podcasts. What what my mother and my both my mother and my father said. They told me if you don't marry somebody who you grew up with, as far as going to ki- go elementary school, junior high school, and high school, you're in. I'm seeing it. They saw the future. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. K through twelve is the girl that you, the woman you should be marrying. You go outside of that, you're in trouble. I don't see a. I don't see a bright future. My father said that mm-hmm. shit. He's like, if if I grew up in, if he grew up in my era, he'd be single. He would not even search marriage, because who, who, why, why should I put a ring on somebody who's going to sit there and try to disrespect me, all, 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 as a sport? Um, I'm not going to stand for that. I'm not going to stand for, for that. Because I mean, 
you know, I'm just going by I'm just going by what I was I was raised with. You know, right. my I was fortunate to have parents who've been together for 40 years, never been divorced, came close once or twice. But you know, my my my, my both my parents have said if they were divorced, they ain't gonna they ain't gonna live in no they ain't gonna live in the same house. We 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 done, we done, we out. <laughs> right. We we ain't try to go on dates and shit or do none of that. Nah, we done, we done. Keep it keep it trucking. <laughs> you know, right. I, I, I will talk about the kids, and that's about it. Keep it trucking. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Um, and I and you know I spoke I spoke to actually I did that I, I, I remember I said don't talk about the opposite opposite sex about a relationship, and actually I didn't speak to the opposite sex I did speak to the opposite sex but I didn't bring the conversation. She just you know his ex of mine who just told me, why is Duthel men so difficult? <laughs> and I was like, gee, why don't you tell me since we're not together anymore? Because you demand right. the best that you do, you demand the best out of your partner. Right. It's not an option. You demand it. And yeah. some he said some women don't have the strength to deal with that. Right. And and you guys are she said it she came out of she said, oh, yo, I'm not trying to you or and she's like, um, I know what's gonna happen if I would treat you like a freaking ornament <laughs> as a as a as a as a as someone that's just there. You're gonna curse me out or, or fucking cheat on me right in my face. And <laughs> I couldn't take that, but I said, and be like, but she she told me I see the change in you. I see a lot of change in you. You're much more patient and things like that. I appreciate that. I appreciate that comment. You know, she's happily married, by the way, so she's not a threat. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just a conversation that we had. You know, we still mm -hmm. we still friendly. You know, what I'm saying, but it was just a, a conversation that she had to mention. Um, I don't try to be difficult, but like I said, I like like she said, I do demand the best because I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you my best. And to tell you, be honest, with you, I haven't given my best best yet in a relationship because just because I'm not gonna go into the reasons why. I don't want to, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings as more as I hurt already or any past relationship I've been. I don't want to hurt no one's feelings. I'm gonna keep it right at that line. I'm gonna say this. Can I? I'm gonna say this. Yeah. Um, learn to speak to the person you're in a relationship, like the person you're trying to manifest mm -hmm. that you want to be with. Mm -hmm. Learn to speak to that person like that. Mm -hmm. If you if if you're looking for that queen, if you're looking for that king, then speak to them as such. Mm -hmm. And watch them manifest before your eyes. Mm -hmm. If you keep speaking everything but manifestation for that king or queen that you want, you're getting exactly what you asked for. Mm -hmm. But let me if you, let's, let's, let me let me let me respond to that also. Not just about speaking to them. Make them the make them high on the priority list. Also, we understand sometimes. Some people come in with children. I understand that the person you're with mm -hmm. is below that. Of course, we understand that we good we Gucci with that. But the significant other should never be below a coworker that you work with, especially with one of the opposite sex. Should not be below that. It should be above that. And he must. It doesn't matter if you put me put them in the middle between you and the coworker. You speak to that coworker every day. You know what I'm saying? Right. You work with them. Your 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 significant other should not be below them. It should be 
above them. And that that's a that's a that's a fundamental thing that needs to be corrected. Yeah. Really seriously needs to be seriously be connect, connected because if I were to do that, you with the amount of women I know, they may say, Oh, I'm good with it. But when a minute they, they say they're not good, they're not good with it. <laughs> no. But this is this is the difference between me and you know people who I've dated. I deal with the women, my women who are my friends, they're respectful. Not gonna do nothing stupid or do anything messy. They're very respectful. And I make sure I tell them, let them, I don't know what it is. It's open dialogue between me, me and my female friends. So not they're not gonna do nothing stupid or try to say some slick shit or try to stir up trouble. No, I'm not gonna do that. I won't let them do it. I just ask them to leave. Right. But I'm not confident the other person I'm dealing with will do the same. I'm not confident in that. Mm. You can you can call me king or this that all you want, but I don't feel it. I gotta right. feel it. But it's in the end. That comes with the actions of the person, also. Like like you said, um, and even just having it doesn't it, it could be it could be as innocent as work stuff, but there has to be a point where it's like a cutoff. Bro, bro. No, I'm just saying I'm there gonna, has to I'm be gonna give, I'm gonna give an example. Be... You I'll give an example. <laughs> you invite you invite that person to your birthday party, knowing your significant other is there. That person decided to pick up a drink to drink at your birthday party. You're more concerned about him get home safely than you are telling to your significant other, significant other who's there for you and all that stuff. It's, it was his decision to pick up that drink and drink. If he tells you he's good, let him be. The only thing you could, you could request of when he gets home is to send you a text saying that he got home safely. That is it. Right. That is it. Right. This is this is the fundamental shit I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Bro, you remember that time we had we we, we had our birthday party at Chi Lounge mm -hmm. <laughs> many years ago, and I was dating somebody else, and someone else came through and thought, <laughs> you know, you know, mm -hmm. good friend, a good friend of mine to this day, but things got misunderstood. She got upset at me. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I ask you to walk her to a car. Right. Usually, I do. I usually do that. You know, I usually, you know, whatever female yeah. coming, I walk her to the car, what have you. I said, bro, you walk her to the car, please. Right. <laughs> a, I mean, that's a respect that thing. That's a respect thing, though. It was a respect for the person that you were with at the time, and it was also mm -hmm. respect for her because you wanted to make sure that she got to where she needed to go safely. And as as your brother, mm -hmm. I don't have a problem doing that at all. Mm -hmm. We're going to make sure you get to where you need to go. Mm -hmm. Because if if you say that she's good peoples or he's good peoples, then you good peoples. And we'll mm -hmm. make sure you need to get where you need to go. Right. Safely. And that's what happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that, that that's what I'm saying about that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just giving you an example. I'm giving you an example. Ladies and gentlemen, give it an example. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not saying if it's, it happened to me or it happened to Joey G. I'm giving you guys an example. Yeah. Because that that's the small shit that, that could mess up a relationship. Small shit like that. It is. It is. It is because our minds, the questions that we don't ask becomes a burden on our minds. Mm-hmm. If you decide that you're not going to ask the question, you're going to let it rattle around in your head and not say nothing about it. Good luck with it's gonna, that. It's going to fester. It's going to build up. And then you're going to say the go last and say the wrong thing. Right. And when it comes down to that, when, a simple argument, that shit's going to come out of nowhere, left field. And you're going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? You were holding that in the chamber? Or like you just had that fucking <laughs> random bullet that you just pulled out and shot at me? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> mm-hmm. As we as we continue to talk about on the don't call the comeback episode season season six episode number two on the True Players podcast we're talking about um, relationships and dialogue dialogue in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, things could get better if we could all resolve the issue and come up with a mm-hmm. solution, and then we move forward together. That is my intent. That is what I want to do. That is my hope. And that's what I hope to accomplish. Because right now, I am not trying to start over. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm not trying I, to start over. Number, number uh, one on the list. Mm-hmm. Number one on the list. On, on questions asked about marriage, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> of of uh, constantly asked questions about marriage. Mm-hmm. How can I improve communication in our, in our marriage? We can say in this scenario, in our relationship. <laughs> talk to the person clearly and be receptive to what they're saying so that would be communicate effectively resolve conflicts and listen to each other <laughs> and don't and don't point fingers don't point fingers that's it that's it that's don't it. point fingers comp- men are logical people men are logical we like to put things in the thing and say, okay, this is this. That's that. Okay, now, oh, we fix this. That's we it. Like to be, men like to keep things simple. Simple. Make complicated shit. The only time we even, even, even when we got, we even got side chicks, we keep it simple. <laughs> you there? Yeah. <laughs> what time we meeting? Okay. You good? Need anything? Okay. Done. The minute the, the minute the minute the minute say, oh, I, oh, we should you should tell your girl about me. We're done. Contract <laughs> contract voided, ended. <laughs> you you don't understand the terms of the agreement of the contract that we, that we do that we um entered in and that's it. But see, um, listen, this this is <laughs> see now now we divert back into our our heydays. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those heydays. When shit Those was people. a lot. When when shit was a lot simpler. Heydays. Um, Hey, bro, you don't you you you've been with me through my heyday through strip clubs and and going from the strip club to the girlfriend right after <laughs> with all the all the scent on me. You saw you knew about how bad I was, man. Bro, <laughs> I, I wish you I wish you knew the things that I did when I was in Jacksonville. Oh my god! <laughs> on a day, 
bro it was it was bad in the, in my 20s and stuff i had to sit there and consult my father i was like yo pop how you how you want me how should i handle this he'll be he'll pull out he'll sit down and said come sit next to me with his legs crossed and have this this real conversation with me over over um johnny walker and coke <laughs> this is how you're supposed to do it okay this <laughs> But when the mom when the mom gets involved, which my mother didn't really get involved with many of my relationships, um, so I didn't really bring them around my mom too much because she can be um, she's she's with the women in my family they all made boys, so they're very protective of their boys. Right, territorial. So they they'd be like, yo, they'd be they, the, the women in my family with their sons will tell you right in front of the girl, you need to dump this bitch and get another one. They will tell you that in a heartbeat, mm-hmm. right in front of the girl. Next, <laughs> next. My mom, it'd be my like mom, house party. It'd be like house party. Blow. Next. My mom, my mom, my mom. I told you. I said it countless of times with my the ex, my, with my ex previous to that, my ex girlfriend before the girl I'm seeing that I'm growing with now. My mom basically got in a call me and made me drive around the block in Uniondale like five times until she got her message across. You need to go find someone else. Don't leave her yet until you get until you secure a new one. That's for my mom, you know. This is another woman that's saying that. So think right. about that for think about that for a second. Um, what she was about, mm-hmm. she's about her, her 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 son's happiness, and that's what's first and foremost. If I'm doing something really really wrong, she'll tell me, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, you know, and they'd be like, yo, you know, Dominic, I'm your mother. You need to listen to right. me. And when she tell me to go do go get the, the replacement, she said, listen, I'm your mother. <laughs> that's right. why uh, she said there's no argument this is what you're supposed to do this is what you're going to do right you gotta follow, all said. follow, gotta follow orders right Enough i said. see something i see something in the girl that i don't like it's not it's not it's not kosher could be right we got time for this yeah. we got time for this um but that's who my mom was i'm not using that i'm just saying that how she was um right how, what else can I say? I'm gonna, I'm just gonna leave it at that, bro. I'm not just gonna leave it at that. Um, I did mention we were gonna talk about some WWE. You know what I'm saying? Um, I like the Money in the Bank was was if we we like behind on pay per views right now. We about to have SummerSlam next week, next Saturday. We about to have SummerSlam. Okay. Roman Roman Reigns versus his cousin Jay Uso for the title of Uso Chavo Chief. <laughs> Ooh, so <laughs> and, and you got my and you got my man, my main man here, Seth freaking Rollins <laughs> against Finn Balor. Those are the matches oh, I'm looking shit. for. I'm looking forward to that match. Finn Balor, I, okay. Finn Balor. Now, the thing I want to say about the situation is: Is Finn Balor going to come out as a demon Finn Balor, or is it come out as the Finn Balor we've been seeing with the Judgment Day? And I think I believe, bro, the new mm-hmm. world champion out of that match. Mm-hmm. You heard from Don from True Place podcast. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be Damian motherfucking priest, the Puerto Rican. <laughs> I'm gonna get it. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. He's ready, bro. He's he's ready for that man. Mm-hmm. He's ready to be that the face. He's ready. He got the look, he got everything. He's ready, bro. That thing that I feel like. I feel like what you're doing right now is is, is your um your uh 
giving people a taste of what's to come on the ego tripping with Joey G. <laughs> listen, listen, we got to get that out because mm-hmm. the we're the dynamic of which I'm trying to do. Yes, I want to do sports, but you know me, I'm limited when it comes to sports. But I do like WWE, mm-hmm. and that's always been a a, a a course meal that I've always ate at the table with. Um, mm-hmm. The relationships, yeah, we're going to talk about the relationship just like we were doing before. We're going to get a little bit more in depth as far as the um, fixes for those situations. If people are interested in that, that's what we're going to get to. But the sports part, yeah, we're going to talk about WWE. We're going to try to be giving you the highlights, giving you a little bit of back history and just reflecting on the matches that we've seen, whether it be recent or in the past, Um, just like we're doing now. Because ever since Triple H took over, um, I guess you could say the production part of the WWE and mm-hmm. and the, the storylines that have been changing and everything like that, mm-hmm. I've been more interested in watching. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. Not that Vince didn't hold it down, but there's there's a period of time where it was predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, it almost, yeah, it, it it was scripted. It looked scripted. It was scripted. And you could figure it out after a while. And what you couldn't mm-hmm. figure out, it was like, did you really have to do that? Mm-hmm. Those type of storylines. But now that we have something exciting and fresh, I'm with it. Even the divas. Mm-hmm. The divas in the WWE, they're looking good. They're looking good. Their matches look well well uh, played out. They don't look too beautified. Um <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They're they're matches. They're actual matches that, in comparison, they actually look like something to watch. Some I'm with it. I'm with all the smoke. <laughs> no, even even though even though Bianca Belair could get it though, <laughs> she could get it. I love that girl, man. Her another one from from AEW. Jade Car Jade Cargill. Oh my god! Right. Damn, bro. But I sense I sense I sense as far as Bianca Belair goes, I sense um, a heel turn. In SummerSlam, it's it's it's, it's all set it's up. Eventually, it's eventually gotta happen. It's gotta happen to test the waters to see how how you how you fare in that. But don't forget, the mm-hmm. best, the best in the WWE always turned heel and came back, mm-hmm. and they were able to flip flop. Mm-hmm. The anti-hero, the anti-hero level. Yeah, the anti-hero. Became... You need that. But let me let me explain. Let me ask you a question, bro. I'm kind of excited about this new the faction coming back together. This faction coming back together, which, which I felt I felt they should have had that faction when the bloodline was going wild all together. And that faction okay. is the Hurt Business. With my main the Hurt man, Business, okay. Bobby Lashley. He's trying to put that shit back together with the Street Profits, <laughs> Montez Ford, Dawkins. I, bro. Why did they have this faction with the bloodline was running wild, bro? That would have been that would have been the perfect time. But now I'm, I'm kind of excited about that faction. If that faction does come back, it's gonna be popping. It's gonna be popping. Right. And you bring back MVP, who is the who's the master of mic next to Paul Heyman. Um, MVP could, oh. could rock that mic. Listen, if Paul Heyman is involved in anything, 
wrestling, I'm there to watch. <laughs> Paul, it, it's something about Paul Heyman's voice mm-hmm. that commands the room. Mm-hmm. No matter where he is, he commands the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he said, all he has to say is, hello, I'm Paul Heyman. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Great show. Lights, camera, done. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny. He's like, ladies and gentlemen, my name is, and you see a crowd say, Paul Heyman. <laughs> right. <laughs> but right. Let, me, let me ask you a question. This is a guy that they're promoting up in um in WWE. I think the fans want him to be a be a face. This motherfucker called L.A. Knight. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my god. I don't know what the LA Knight is. is LA Knight is cool. Uh-huh. What's it? Uh Logan Paul? Mm-hmm. Logan, Logan Paul did surprise. He did surprisingly well in the WD, WWE so far. Mm-hmm. So far he's done very well. Um mm-hmm. I don't know if I was going to actually root him on in the beginning. It was mm-hmm. more like all right, we're going from we're going from boxing. Now you want to join join the WWE. You're gonna to try to put that spin like you did with the boxing. Let's see how this goes. But no, he's where he needs to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. He has the lovable, hateable shit that everybody loves. As far as a fan watching, mm-hmm. <laughs> we want to see him get beat up, but we also want to see him do some some damage. Mm-hmm. Especially in the Money in the Bank, I, I thought he would have had that. Money in the Bank looked like he was going to get it. Nah, you got to give it to and the that, Puerto Rican. It, it would, it I'm the, just saying, it would have been a, it would have been an ultimate upset. <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me let me let me explain to you why. Because that build up, Damian Priest had that that match. Damian Priest had with Bad Bunny, even though Damian Priest lost, it launched mm-hmm. him into main event status. Right through a no, loss. I like. Don't get it wrong. I like Damian Priest. I like Damian Priest because his character is dark right now, but I feel like later on they're going to switch it. He from the Bronx. He <laughs> Damian from the Bronx. Come on, man. They're gonna he from switch the it. grounds. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to switch it, and they're also going to put the, the other diva from Puerto Rico. Uh, Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega. They have to put them two together. That little short, little cute thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They had to put them together. He had maybe, a good match too. Yeah, maybe, 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 I didn't maybe, like maybe. the way it ended, but mm-hmm. she had a good match. Let me tell you something. I loved. It. They, Let's go back. They did her dirty. <laughs> yeah. What was that? What was that show? Um, in Puerto Rico, the point review. I forgot the name of pay per view. Um, was it Bash at the Beach? It was um. I'll remember it when when I get when I try to remember. Um, no, no, no. Um, well, anyways, it wasn't Puerto Rico. You saw Savio Vega there helping out Bad Bunny with the, oh, with the Savio candlestick. Vega was it had me had listen, me dying. The, the pop, the, listen, the pop, the pop from the crowd alone, right? Was from when he came in at Carlito, I spit right. the people who aren't cool. The pop that right. they both got, man. I'm like, you got to give them guys some contracts. Or something. Oh, you need to bring you need to bring Carlito back, man. 
I think I believe they did resign him. I believe they did resign him. You need we need a we need Carlito back. He's he's the size he needs to be right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's the size yo, he I, needs to be. Yo, I, I I'm gonna say one more person. Which other which other female could get it too? <laughs> that world champion, Rhea Ripley. Yo, something about her. Yo, I like her. I like okay. her. Okay, okay. She a she a pretty chick. Yo, through, through mm-hmm. um. Through through that, I mean that she a pretty she a pretty girl she a pretty girl she that that's the one I that, that's the one her Bianca Belair and and Jade Cargill, I, I'm like I'm yeah. not Bianca Belair I, I I'm with you on, mm-hmm. um I think I like Sasuke, I like her, so I mean uh, um Oscar, Oscar, Oscar like got pretty Asuka. face she got a pretty face. Yeah, I like the, the, the bad the bad and, um, the, the bad the bad English bothers me though it's kind of unattractive bad English yeah. But <laughs> it, it comes with it comes with the characters. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, um, Mickey else? James, Mickey oh, James, we're going back. We're going back. We're going back in the day. I'm not talking about back in the day, yo. We, we, we I could Trish, <laughs> Trish, Nikki, uh, uh, Lita, uh, um, the, the 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 Bella twins. Bella you know twins. what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Did, did you see the 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 old Nana video? Trey songs with them in the video. That was Ooh. the that. Uh, you need to watch that video. YouTube that shit. YouTube that shit. I know. I know. Trace was having a great time with them. Them young girls. I still understand why John Cena didn't didn't marry that girl, that Nikki Bella. I don't know why. Listen. Some some. some oh, things speaking of about. Bad Bunny, y'all need to watch the Bad Bunny video with Ric Flair in it from Bella. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, who would have thought? Rick she said. <laughs> But let me ask you. Let me let me let me, let me, interject, let me interject to that, bro. Who would have thought Rick Flair would be more mainstream than Hulk Hogan right now? Rick Flair always has a, had a personality that was charismatic. Mm-hmm. He wasn't ashamed to talk to any fan, mm-hmm. whether big or small. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter race in his eyes. If you were a fan of his, because he was always in character, he was there for you, mm-hmm. and he appreciated it. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for the fans, I don't mm-hmm. think Ric Flair would be living right now. That's the only mm-hmm. reason he's he's he got through his triple bypass, I believe it was, or mm-hmm. quadruple bypass surgery, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. came back and is actually on his feet right now. Is mm-hmm. because he's back in the character of Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. He's done Ric Flair's for so long, mm-hmm. he doesn't remember the person he used to be before Ric Flair. It's mm. powerful. It's powerful. It is powerful. He created another. He create his ego is the one that's driving him right now. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the one that's carrying him through. But. He's so humble when it comes to the fans, when it comes to the back history of wrestling, when it to- when he's talking about his uh, his brothers in arms when they when they're in the ring, in the mm-hmm. ring, outside of the ring, those who've passed, he has nothing but kind words to say about these people, mm-hmm. even in disagreement. Mm-hmm. Even in disagreement, I've heard him speak on on different podcasts, and I'm like, wow! Like he's the only. Well, I can't say only. Um, other than Mick Foley, and um, 
Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Very candid. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, to the point. Mm-hmm. If they don't like a certain thing about you, they'll say what they don't like about you, but it's nothing personal. It's just that aspect of you I don't like. Mm -hmm. But we can work together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think Hogan had a chip on his shoulder. He came across as a diva. Mm -hmm. He came across as a diva to a lot of people in the wrestling room and in the ring. Mm -hmm. Um and it, it showed even with the fans there's fans that couldn't touch him right and right. I, this is coming from a huge when i huge hulk hogan, hogan fan. fan i was me too i was a huge i was a huge hulk hogan fan me too but the that guy i would hang sorry to cut you off bro the guy but the guy the rest i want to hang out with is rick flair yes yes him and um before him Randy Macho Man Savage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Randy Savage was the one I wanted to be. I wanted to hang around him because that dude just say off the wall stuff. Mm -hmm. Like he was before uh we got into Ultimate Warrior. Mm -hmm. Before we got into that character, it was like, oh, this guy's really out there. It was Randy Savage. Mm -hmm. And Elizabeth. Elizabeth, <laughs> that was will that. you marry me? <laughs> oh, much, yes, much. <laughs> Tell me but why Hulk Hogan fucked that whole situation up. <laughs> yeah, because I think his his wife. I don't know. His wife was doing something, but um. I don't know, but that's how they turned the storyline, and they and and Hulk Hogan and Randy Macho Man Savage. Now they at each other, so we either had to be a Hulkamaniac or a Macho Man, uh, Macho Maniac. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we 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 talk some good stuff on this podcast, bro. We about WWE relationships and all that stuff. Now let's 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 be, as we get ready to wrap up. You know what I'm saying? We're mm -hmm. getting ready to wrap up, unfortunately. I hope I hope we could join we could join again later this week and do another episode. What, what do you think about well, that, bro? I have no problems doing another episode. I look forward to it. Um, look forward to talking to the to you. Look forward to talking to our guests as far as those in the audience right now watching, whether it be live or recorded. Yeah. We appreciate you. No, no, like, we, subscribe, we... like, subscribe, tune in. We need yes, your sir. input, we need your comments, we need questions. We want to yeah. answer some of your questions on online. Like, next time we're live, we'd love to answer your question, even if you're watching recorded. Please leave the comments because we will, we will address it on the next episode. You know, we, we always have content, we always invite more people to join the show. Um, like I said, like like and subscribe at True Players Podcast on YouTube. Um, mm -hmm. Like and subscribe on Patreon. I'm some on Patreon as well. Like and subscribe on Spotify. I'm on Spotify as well. Definitely like the podcast. It helps us grow as a, as a community as as a force. Definitely, um, definitely, definitely subscribe to the podcast. 
Uh, one thing, bro, I want to I want to mention too. We're gonna tackle this subject as a, as a post that was on Facebook that someone posted in Black Black Suffolk County. Okay. And um, it was a discussion that she found um, interesting. Shout out to Miss Harrison. Um, she she posted this and she posted question for my baby daddy got promoted so I appealed for more child support. He ordered a DNA test and my son failed. He put the results in my mailbox. I forgave myself for cheating, but he's being petty. He's been my son's dad for eight years. Why ghost my child now? How to fix it? That'll be the episode that we, you and I will talk about. Mm. I, I I can't wait to talk about that episode because I have so many mixed feelings about that situation. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, any females that want to join the podcast, let me know. You could inbox me on Facebook, DM me on um, on IG at True Players Podcast. Definitely search for that. We're gonna need we're gonna need more people on, on this pot on this podcast to get it up and because we want to hear both sides. We're not, we're tired of we're tired of hearing the men's side. I know you ladies tired of hearing the men's side. It's time to hear the female side of this and yeah. um and provide input. Like I said, we don't buy we ex we respect everyone's opinions. As long as you don't get in your feelings, that's okay. We we won't get in our feelings. Right. We we got significant others that we that we <laughs> That gets in our feelings, so we try to maintain. All jokes aside, that's a joke. That's not not real. But um, like I said, um, this is where we're going with the podcast. We the spinoff is going to happen. True Players Podcast spinoff is going to happen. Like I said, I'm I'm here to take take votes on names of the spinoff podcast. Take notes, mm -hmm. uh, take names on it. Joe G's trying to help you with the name as well. So it is going to be a True Players Podcast production, but it'll be a different name for the spinoff. We talk about more interview. It's going to be more interview, interview, interview space and more about finances and credit and how to improve your credit situation, how to improve your financial mm -hmm. situation so you could be your own bank and how to build for the future for retirement because mm -hmm. the only Lord knows how long Social Security will be available. And you know all these jobs you all the jobs you work for, I'm gonna be real with you. Don't have great retirement um, options unless you work for the city, or you work for the government. Right. Okay. So, like I said, Joey G, big Dom, Dom the GM on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, my my hope and dream is before we get to the six year anniversary, our brother Ricky Brown returns to the show. Um, I hope we have a, a more steady female presence on the show. You know what I'm saying? And um, we, uh, my next, my personal, my personal next episode will, will most likely be Thursday because I still have to write up a lot of things that's going on in Mets world. Mets world, mm -hmm. Mets are selling. And if I get my, if I get, if I get my good old buddy Matthew to join me on the show from Nick's Belief Pod and Jacoba Sports Show. To join me on on the podcast, it's going to be a live podcast, and I want all the Mets fans to join us on the podcast. If I'm able to make it happen, if I don't make I'm it happen gonna, this week, I'm still going to do the podcast. I'm still going to do the freaking podcast on my own. But if I'm able to get my guy Matthew on the show to join us on our podcast, feel free, Mets fans, join the podcast, watch the podcast, provide comments on the podcast. I'm gonna let Joey G. Joey G. Want to say something? I'll let you say something. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was going to say is, being we have football season coming, oh, and yes, yeah. we're talking about 
we're talking about baseball right now. I do want to try to reach out to those people other than New York fans. As far as baseball and football are concerned, I want to get a hold of y'all as far as your team is concerned. So when we do have games that are coming up and we versus your team, I want your insight. I want I want that professional side that you have and you understand your team and the f- fandom and everything that goes along with your 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 uh sports team and bring it on the podcast and talk about your team versus our team and we'll see if we can have a podcast on basically who's going to win the game and see if we come up with some predictions as far as the game is concerned or a before and after and we'll do something like that but that's that's something that could either happen with the true play podcast or it could happen on uh ego tripping with joey g because i know a lot of egos are involved when it comes down to football and Mm -hmm. baseball and any sports in particular so (laughs) (laughs) i just had to put that out there that's that's a little spiel that i'm trying to get Mm -hmm. um as far as ego tripping with joey g it's coming I have everything in the works. I'm coming up with a battle plan as far as that's concerned. I'm trying to look for uh, more uh, guest hosts. Mm -hmm. I already have my co-host. My co-host is sitting right next to me like I'm his co-host on his show. So I don't have to worry about that. But I'm actually looking for some other people to join and be a voice. Uh, We need we need female voices on the show just to give the female perspective and the female mindset as far as how they see things Mm -hmm. i had other people in mind but um due to life and due to personal stances they're not made available on the show so i'm looking for other people to join us um nothing personal enjoy your life love you i always will but we have to move on the show must go on as they say um we're still reaching out we want you to join and hear your voices i know specifically i know a couple people that want to do the show Mm -hmm. but now it's a matter of time timing and bringing them on the show when we can do the show um but i want something consistent um Mm -hmm. if we could get that i'm in for it i don't care if you even just you could send me a video of your questions you can just basically tell you a summary about a situation and i'll post it on the show and i'll basically uh answer your questions or whatever the case may be we can even do it like that if you don't want to be live on the show we can we can conform to uh your uh comfortability True that, true that. Well, well spoken, my brother. It's same here. You want to, if you don't want to be on the show, you want to do a video. Send it, send it to me as well. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. You send it to us on Messenger. We'll find a way to pull it off of um, Messenger, download it, and do our thing. Um, what else could I say before I end the show? Before I really get to my spiel about what I really want to get out there, put out there, put forth. Um, well, once again, I want to, you know. Joey G knows where our situation with my family. Um, I had an unexpected death in the family three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we we are all still reeling mm-hmm. from that death uh, because right. of what of what my uncle meant to us, 
as a whole, as a father, as an uncle, as a brother, it's, it is a very um, tough situation to go over. Um, I understand. I mean, I lost my parents. I lost both my parents in a matter of eight years. Um, when you lose impactful people in your life, people that provide um, impact, value to your life, it's a tough situation to to, um, to to go through, knowing that they're not there to, to ask advice of, knowing they're not there to um, give you that pep talk that you needed to... to um, to, to, to save to save you, and I'm, I did mention a situation that happened between me and myself and my significant other. It did happen in Vegas, in which, you know, I was I was going I was going to do something real drastic in Vegas, you know, what I'm saying to the point that his spirit came into the room and told me, "Calm down, calm down. It's not that serious. Just calm down. Wait for her to come and talk to her. Don't." Don't do what I, you I, you just initially thought you were going to do. You know what I'm saying? I did mess up. I did I did still mess up. Mm-hmm. But it would have been much worse if I went with my initial with my initial instinct what I was going to do. Would have mm-hmm. been much worse. There was no there, there, would, there would be no coming back from that. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, you know sh- you know I had a condolences to the to my cousins, to my co-hosts prophecy that's his father that passed away you know what i'm saying mm. shout out to my cousin sin um it's juicy uh vv hair um tracy all of them my condolences with them they're going through it. they're going through it right now mm. they're going through it right now right. you know what i'm saying so my and and it's, it was like a domino effect. Even things personal with personal with me with my situation, it kind of like it's like more snowballing and snowballing and snowballing. But you gotta keep in mind one thing: it's always light at the end of the tunnel. You gotta seek that light. You have to seek that light. And nothing too. I think I reiterated earlier in the podcast: when you're dealing with your significant other, just be mindful of what you tell them and be mindful of what you what you say say to them, even though even though you don't really mean it. Be mindful. Don't be guilty. Don't get caught up in the emotion of what happened. Take a deep breath. Sleep on it. You know, don't talk to your friends while they're sleeping next to the bed with you. <laughs> you know, we, I mean, all jokes aside, it, it was wrong for me to do that. It was wrong for me to do that. And I, you know, I sincerely apologize. I'm still apologizing now because you oh never God. know what could happen. It could end up costing you everything, everything you work hard for. And, just make sure, be mature about the situation, act accordingly, act as an adult, keep your emotions out of it. Because you don't know if you're going to lose somebody. You don't, you don't know if you're going to lose that person tomorrow. I just had an ex-co-worker pass away today. Who would have thought she would have passed away? Mm-hmm. My old co-worker from Glencoe Hospital. Who would have thought that? But it happened. Yeah. That's why you got to be mindful what you say to people. You got to be mindful what you say to, your, to, your, to the person that you, that you say you love. Because you don't know if they're mm. going to be there tomorrow. Nope. We got to stop as a community, as a black community, we got to stop looking for the easy way out and learn how to be tough and go through the struggle. Right. Because remember, it wasn't our race that introduced divorce. No. We didn't know nothing race. about it. It wasn't our race, got, you know, I'm going to say this, it wasn't our race that introduced homosexuality. Listen, 
when it came down to when it so, came down to when it came down to marriage and well when it came down to family i always knew one thing mm -hmm. yeah it's going to be deaf to us part because this is our family and i'm going to protect you to the ends of the earth mm -hmm. <laughs> but it wasn't a traditional thing it wasn't a traditional thing it was just more like my word mm -hmm. that's it mm -hmm. i got you for the rest of your life regardless mm -hmm. of who i'm with for the rest mm -hmm. of my life i got you mm -hmm. and that's how it should be but mm -hmm. now we got a piece of paper so once i wrinkle up the, or rip up this piece of paper i can move on to the next one and you ain't part of me no more but let me let me let me give you um a take on this give you a take on this i'm a, i have my take i'm gonna say your, your take about your situation i'm gonna say my my, my in general take mm -hmm. when you divorce the first time okay that's it's whatever. When you divorce the second time, you really got you really got to look yourself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Because the reason why I say that because it's very important for people to understand that being married should be a one time thing. That's to be that's should supposed be. to be multitude of times. Should be. You know what I'm saying? It should not be that way. So if you don't know if that person is going to be forever, don't be so quick to give them the ring just to satisfy their appetite. Because that's that's the wrong appetite to have. Your appetite mm -hmm. that you should have, whether you put a ring on them, ring on them or not, is to be together forever. Once you understand that, once you grasp it, and once you appreciate that, once you embrace that, then you have there should be nothing stopping you from providing that ring on their finger. Mm. There should be nothing, no matter how small, how big. Should should be able to divide you or make you want to go the other the other way, or you got to think about the relationship. There should be nothing there. Marriage is not easy, people. If you have the if you don't have the test of photo to be in a marriage, don't get married. Just don't. No. No. Just don't. People get out my get in my case. I've been with, with my particular person for a long time. I haven't put the ring on her finger. Listen. <laughs> I, I do things on my timeline, not on your timeline. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's not to say it's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? We're in a, we're in a rough patch right now. Right. But I, I'm fully confident. I pray on it that we will get to that point. Mm -hmm. We will get to that point. All right? But you gotta be mindful of some shit, some some things too. If you're a woman or a man who's married before, you get married the second time, you get divorced again. I'm gonna say it again. You need to look yourself in the mirror. Right. The problem is not the other person. It's most likely ninety nine point nine percent. It's you. Right. Marriage is a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not, it's not a glamour. It's not a, a glamour thing where oh yeah, the ritzy, the ritzy wedding. That's a marriage. No, it's not a marriage. It's just a celebration of a union. That's all a mm -hmm. wedding ceremony is. A wedding reception is a celebration of a union. That's all it is. It's not a marriage. Truth. 
Okay. I don't put rings on females that I don't think see forever. Okay. And that's where that's the way that's the way all of us should have that all of us should have that mindset. If we all of us had that mindset, divorce would be down to twenty five percent, even zero percent. If we had that mindset, I have to interject for a second. <laughs> I try to put rings on women that I thought would see the future. <laughs> Listen, I made a mistake. About, I made a, I made that mistake. Or I made that mistake, bro, in the late two thousands because I was still in my twenties and wanted to live the live the, the single man life. Well, I I I made a, I made I made a, I made a, I made a, an executive decision that I was not ready for that step at that time. Hindsight being twenty twenty, did I make a mistake? Maybe, mm. but I believe in I believe in God has His timing for me. You understand what I'm saying? God has His timing for me. I always believe if it's for you, it's for you. Mm-hmm. And what my timing is is not what God's timing is. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that and I've learned to be patient and know that if he said it is, mm-hmm. all I have to do is wait mm-hmm. and do what I was told to do. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. That's it. <laughs> that's all. That's all. That's all we can say on the on the on the podcast. I I I, I speak passionate about this about this because mm-hmm. you know I don't want to take too much from Sacrament of Marriage Part Three. A lot of no. people put time frames on when the ring should be on the finger or when this this thing to happen, when this this thing to happen. You need to be comfortable no. with each other. You need to, you need to see you need to see each other's faults. Are there good times and the bad times before you put that ring on that finger and see how you're going to respond to? You didn't put the work in. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna speak like an envious person that's on a sideline like I was still single. You didn't put the work in. Mm-hmm. You didn't go to marriage cancel. You didn't go to marriage counseling before you even got married. You didn't get to know the other person like you were supposed to. Mm-hmm. You didn't decide whether you were gonna deal with that person's flaws the same way you deal with your own personal flaws. Mm-hmm. Did you deal with your own personal flaws? Is that going to carry over into the relationship? Mm-hmm. Do you have a past that you need to talk about with somebody and get that resolved before you move forward into a relationship? Mm-hmm. How much baggage did you bring into this relationship from past relationships that you're now bringing forward, trying to run away from getting into this relationship, hoping it's going to be rainbows and sunshine? Mm-hmm. Oh, trust me, I got a lot. I got a lot of baggage. I got a lot of baggage that I'm going to bring to the table when we come to these these Second, conversations. Sacramento Marriage it, Part Three. It's coming. It's coming. I got a lot. I got a lot because I've been through not not only have I been through a lot of different relationships. I've mm-hmm. talked to a lot of different people in different situations as far as marriage is concerned and relationships are concerned and certain. Uh, <laughs> situationships mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's complicated type shit um i've i've seen all of that i've seen all of that um i've 
I've even seen where it gets more complicated in that, where they actually throw another person in the mix. Doesn't matter what gender, whatever the case may be, they throw another person into the mix, saying that everything is going to be hunky dory and expecting everything to be work out 100%. Not always the case, but we can talk about that. We can talk about that. Like when we were talking about the pan pan relationships, I didn't really get into I didn't really get into the the conversation the way I really wanted to get into the conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because Polyworld, poly we talk about Polyworld all types of shit, bro. Because it's not it's not a typical relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not the typical typical traditional relationship. Mm-hmm. If we all right, I'm going to say if we go to our basic instinct, Polyworld mm-hmm. world would make sense. Mm-hmm. If we were able to explain to our partner, this is how I think, this is how I feel, this is how I act, but I want to be with you. Mm-hmm. And y'all can move in that situation and respect each other and have boundaries and know each other's boundaries when it comes to that. And mm-hmm. that works for you. By all means, have at it. Mm-hmm. But the moment you get into some situation like that, and one person has feelings on this situation, like the other person's taking so much of their time, and I'm not getting my time, and now feelings are involved, and all this extra garbage, nah. Mm-hmm. Those type of situations have to be mature, and you have to come to the table knowing exactly what you're getting getting into. But rewind. Mm-hmm. We're not in the poly world situation. We're talking about marriage. We're talking about relationships. Right. Two individuals mm-hmm. getting into a situation where they have to understand each other and get to know each other. True. And I'm going to say one thing. I'm going I'm to repeat this on the second match, part three. I'm going to repeat this also. A husband, a husband and wife should not be in competition against each other. They should be in competition together to win that's all i'm saying when when the two of them together mm-hmm. and they're going against the competition there is no competition bingo slam dunk there is no competition what are you talking about right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i know she got me and i know i got her there mm-hmm. is no competition that's how it should be right right let me be the protector on a subliminal on a subliminal level. Not people. This problem is the problem is we 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 as a community, especially the black community, we we caught up in financial security as the protector. No, 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 no. You gotta be able to protect your woman as a man. Supposed to protect your woman spiritually, physically, mentally, and uh, financially. Not just the financial part. You know what I'm saying? Not just that. You know, I didn't. You know, I, I slipped up with emotions. The, uh, a couple of weeks ago with that, I slipped up. I didn't protect her. I admit that. I did not protect her. But, um, and I got to do a better job with that. You know what I'm saying? However, same shit. Same shit all the time. You, 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 when, you, when, uh, when you get married, it's a union of two people to become one. Not sure. two separate entities, just one. You know what I'm saying? 
Now we're gonna we in, in the second minute match part three. We and Joey G are gonna continue this. I hope to have a female guest joining us on that podcast about mm-hmm. it. Um, that's gonna be one of the things we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about finances in a marriage too, whether or not you should have a joint account or not. Who should be mm-hmm. handling the finances? Do you split who handle what, what this, that, and the other? Now, I'm going to open up a can of worms. A lot of women don't like 50-50. But they get it wrong, though. They're not getting, they're not, they're not getting, they're not, they're not, they don't comprehend the situation. Not 50-50 that you split the money halfway. Who's going to handle what in the marriage? Who's going to handle the children? The children, in my opinion, should be handled by both parents. Take turns and do sure. whatever it takes to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I said, that's for Second of Marriage Part 3. I'm hoping to recruit a few people to join us on the podcast. Hope to have Mars on the podcast. Um, I'm hoping to set up a time where we can make this happen, make this podcast happen ASAP. ASAP. You know what I'm saying? So watch out for the announcements. And um, you can watch this podcast on Spreaker. Uh, not on Spreaker, Anchor. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Joey G Radio. Um, watch the video version on Patreon and YouTube, and any other any other platform that you can watch podcasts on. We will we are on it on the audio side. Okay, so stay tuned. The audio side will be posted tomorrow. So if you want to listen to the podcast on your drive to um, drive home from work or on your drive, you have to wait till about Thursday till it's fully loaded when I. When I get out of my get out of my job on tomorrow, because we gotta go we gotta go night night. This is about almost eleven o'clock at night. And I gotta be up early in the morning. Right. So, um, on that note, I said my final words. Joey G, do you have any final words? Be mindful of the other person that you say you love. Love each other forgive each other but move on mm-hmm. it was just a bump in the road mm-hmm. y'all get through this like you get through everything else because truth be told all we got is us that's it in this moment in time so it's your man big dime joey g signing off we're gonna catch you on the next episode peace <laughs>